Hi guys, do you like this podcast and do you want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. So first of all, it's free and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started because that's what I used to make my podcast and I love it. Hello, ladies. Oh my God. I feel like I sound crunchy today. Does anyone else agree? Feeling a little crunchy. I think it's because um, I'm not ill whatsoever. Please don't think that. The air is just so dry in my home um, because it's really hot the one day and then it's really cold the next and we're just turning on our fireplace and turning it off and I woke up with a nosebleed and so I'm feeling like a dry little girl, you know, and like I already put my humidifier up in the attic so I can't, I mean, I could access it. I it's the attic. I live in my home. I could just go to the attic, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to disassemble my entire humidifier. Anyway, you didn't come to the podcast to listen to me talk about my humidifier. You came here to listen to me. So important. (laughs) Hi guys. Um, let's see. Let's talk about me first before we deep dive into this topic that gets me really riled up. Okay. Um, how am I doing? Pretty good. Thank you for asking. I just had a really, really good salad. Um, I went to Trader Joe's yesterday because I only did this five months ago, but I like to drive very far away to a Trader Joe's because I don't have one near me. And I like to buy like months worth of food from Trader Joe's and stock myself up and make myself really happy. And that's exactly what I did yesterday. And the Grammys were also yesterday. And I I checked my phone after my very long drive. I almost ran out of gas. I had to pull into a rest stop, even though I was so close to home because I was so scared of running out of gas and just being stranded on the highway at night. Um... And it was actually nighttime because of daylight savings, thank God. Anyway, I get to this rest stop. I'm like fighting away all these men like left and right. I'm like, back off, get away from me. That didn't actually happen, but I was very, very wary of my surroundings. Um, Now looking back at it, I don't know if I would have been so like on edge a few years ago. I feel like I would have been like, it's okay, just going to the gas station at night. (laughs) But now I'm just a little bit more, you know hyper aware of everything. Anyway, I come home unpacking all my Trader Joe's, putting my containers of cold brew boba ice cream into vegan, of course, putting it, putting that into the freezer, putting away all my bags of, you know, you know, you know, I'm just putting all, you know, you know. And so I get all these tweets, like all these notifications and being like, are you watching the Grammys? Did you see that the Strokes won? Did you see that Billy won? Did you see? And I'm like, whoa, guys, I have way more important things to worry about. It's cold brew boba ice cream. Like, that's immaculate. Um, But yes. So it was a very fun-filled day yesterday of going to the grocery store. And that was just a very relaxing time that I needed to myself. I didn't even listen to a podcast. I just sat with my own thoughts while listening to music. And then I started like cringing and getting really just like uncomfortable because some of the songs that I was listening to on my playlist were from a period of time a few months ago. And I I was just cringing so bad at it. And I had to like skip probably like 25 songs anyway. And now we're here and it's, it's Monday and it's podcast day. So I wanted to talk about a topic. Fine, I'll get riled up now. I'll get finally riled up. Um, I wanted to talk about a topic that has been just sitting on my noggin, so much so that I talk about this on 
tomorrow's podcast episode as well for I saw your tweet, are you okay? So this might be a tiny bit repetitive tomorrow. Um, but I feel like it deserves its own like separate podcast episode because it really fires me up because I feel angry, but not so much angry for myself, but for other people. And I don't really know what term to, how to title this, but I feel like TikTok comments are starting to ruin the internet for me, <laughs> like the whole internet. Like I used to use the internet as an escape and now I'm just kind of like, I need to get away. Um, and I think that's why I love the podcast so much because especially recently, TikTok has been, I don't, I don't like saying toxic because I'm a big believer in um, you are kind of in control of what you consume on the internet, um, depending on who you follow and what you choose to watch and everything. But the way that TikTok works is that it's very, very um, in your face. And, you know, you can make your your niche and your algorithm specialized to you, but it's still never going to be enough to the point where you're going to weed out all the things that you don't want to see or all the negativity. And, you know, it's my fault that I opened up the TikTok comments every single time I watch a video. Why can't I watch a TikTok without reading the comments? That's weird. I need to just not, but I'm like, I need to know what other people think. Suddenly, I can't just sit with my own thoughts and my own opinions. I need to know everyone else's opinion as well. That's weird. I need to stop doing that. But now it's like a reflex. I can't watch a single TikTok without reading the comments, except if it's like an animal video. Then I'm like, oh, no opinions necessary this is a perfect video. Um, but that's why I think I've been enjoying the podcast so much because not only is TikTok feeling kind of sort of toxic, but also YouTube comments, at least for me recently, have been just a little bit toxic because I've been making a lot of videos related to quarantine and COVID. And I expected that fully. Um, I got my vaccine last Monday. It's been officially a week. I'm not chipped. I don't think Jeff Bezos is sexy. I've used that joke three times now. It's okay. What I'm trying to say is, is that I, there's a lot of negativity that I've been reading recently and it doesn't really get to me anymore when it comes to like the whole COVID stuff. I'm more just into trying to educate others and if they don't want to listen, then they don't want to listen. And if people want to write a novel in my comment section about how I am not a good person for staying at home and I'm stupid or whatever, I, I don't care about that. Like I, I, I like myself, so I don't care what they have to say. And I also know that I'm, I'm doing a good thing. So, um, uh, Twitter's always been a bit iffy. <laughs> Twitter's always been a bit negative. Okay. Um, what I'm trying to say is that it's just been a, a little bit of a negative spot for me recently, but it's nice cause I can go outside more cause it's getting nicer. So I'm just taking my mind off of the internet a little bit. And that's why I love this podcast because it's like, it, it feels so nice and, and welcoming, especially this community and, and on the Instagram page and everything. And I love that people love listening to it and it makes me so grateful. But I think that like fear of reading the comments on other stuff has then translated into even like reading the reviews of the, of the podcast because then I get like nervous. I'm like, oh my God, what if the same negativity then translates into the reviews? And that never has happened. I've gotten like, I think one negative review and it's like, stop bringing politics into things. And if anybody knows me as a YouTuber or person from the internet, they, they know that's not going to happen. I'm not going to stop being political because people don't want me to be political. Um, and so, yes, that, but I need to get over that because it's never, the, the review section is never a bad place. 
unless people tell me that I like smack my lips too much or I make too many noises with my mouth, um, which then I can understand. And I'm sorry for that. <laughs> but um, I hold my breath a lot when I'm doing this podcast and then I have to like take my inhaler afterwards. Anyway, let's get into the actual topic. TikTok comments are ruining TikTok for me. And there are several reasons why TikTok is slowly becoming ruined for me. I've been around on the platform for around maybe two or more years. I would say like two plus years I have been around. Ooh, maybe more. I don't know. It's been a while. I've been on the platform for a while, not necessarily making content, but watching it. So I've seen the phases come and go. I've seen Charlie D'Amelio come onto TikTok and blow up and when she had the hype and then when it was given to other girls, I've seen that phase go on on TikTok. Um, I've been around for like the Visco girls and the cosplayers and everything. Like I, I've been through my stages and phases, okay? But what I realize is that the comments... It's so overwhelmingly negative, and I can't help but wonder why. And I also can't help but like wrap my head around why people are like this. And yeah, hate comments are nothing new. But if you're on TikTok and you see TikTok comments, then you understand what I'm talking about. Twitter is a toxic platform. TikTok comments are its own separate realm, okay? I think it's a majority of, well... A lot of it is a lot of really young kids that are commenting these things. And that's another reason why I wanted to make this podcast episode because I know that a lot of you who are listening to this episode or watch me or listen to me are young. Like I get comments sometimes being like, I'm 11. I'm like, holy shit, I'm like a whole decade older than you. Um, And so I would love to pass on my knowledge and what I have learned from being on the internet for far too long. I was way too young when I started being on the internet. And I would love to pass that on to you so that you don't look back at your time on the internet and regret that you posted these things publicly, regret that you have really caused a lot of mental stress onto others um, and and hurt others unnecessarily because you may think that you're being quote unquote edgy or cool, okay? Because I've had that phase as well. So I'll give you an example of this. I talked about this also on Jake's podcast, so forgive me for being repetitive. Um, Basically, there was this girl who got a haircut. Well, she cut it herself. She cut it herself on camera, actually. She said that she had a dream about this haircut, and she loved it so much. And this video just really, really, really stuck out to me. Um, And she was really excited for this haircut because she was like, I have this whole vision for this haircut. And she had really long hair, and she's like, I love having my long hair, but I also wanted to look like I have short hair as well. So she cut, like, the front layers of her hair, like, a good amount of hair in the front. She cut it at, like, shoulder length, and then she left the rest long. So when she put all of her hair back, it looked like she had a bob. But then when she pulled it forward, she looked like she had long hair, and then with, like, a choppy... Uh, layer in the front and it looked very cool. It actually looks very similar to another popular haircut that's going around now, but of course it's seen as stylish and couture when it's done on them because it's dip dyed and it's done by professional and styled and everything, but it's essentially pretty very similar haircuts. For, For me, do I think that I would get this haircut? No, but I also don't like my hair in general most of the time. I I like my hair when I first initially cut it and then I absolutely hate it. I am not one to judge another person's haircut. I love it when people feel confident in what they have, bottom line. I never, ever, ever look at someone's haircut and think, Jesus, that's 
that's a bad haircut. I'm going to comment on it. Um, especially if that person is happy with it. This girl looked so excited and happy about her haircut that she just, she, she showed it on her face and she said how happy she was. And she was so excited about it. And she's like, oh my God, I can't wait to curl it. I can't wait to put it up. I can't wait to do all these things. This is exactly like what I wanted. And then she even posted a video about these shorts that she had that was similar. It was like jorts and they're like short in the front and long in the back. And she's like, that's where I got a lot of the inspiration for this from. I thought it was genius. I was like, this girl looks like she's really happy with it. She looks very unique. She looks exactly like what her vision was and brought it to life. And she did a good, pretty good job at cutting it straight. So I saw absolutely nothing wrong with what she did because guess what? She didn't hurt a single person. And at the end of the day, she was extremely happy. The comments were a nightmare. It's insane to me how we can... This was an alternative style, okay? Alternative in the sense that um, it's true, like, true alternativism, if that's a word. Um, I see a lot of things now being like, oh, this is alt or an alt girl or whatever, like, categorizes alt. Not a bad thing. But when it's seen as, like, socially acceptable, in a sense, alternative, like, it's playing it on the safe side. It's like, ooh, it's, it's trendy. It's cool. It's fashionable. Like, people want to replicate that style. But when it's so alternative that it steps it out of the box and people are uncomfortable, but it still categorizes alt, people are suddenly way too uncomfortable with it. And they're like, that's weird. I don't like that. Why? Why? The comments were awful. People were telling her how terrible it looked. Hairstylists in the comments being like, please go to a professional. You need to get that fixed. Other hairdressers being like, please blend them out. They look so awful. Blend them out into a curtain bang. This looks terrible. Just shitting on her, making her feel, well, no, I, I don't even think it made her feel awful. I think she was actually stayed pretty confident, which made me so happy. I saw her other videos and she's like, I don't care what people have to say. I don't care that people are you know, being rude. Like, that's so weird. That's so weird that people are so mean and keep coming to this comment section to write mean things. Um, and I just couldn't believe it. I, I really just couldn't believe it. And this whole concept of women supporting women and supporting alternative styles suddenly goes out the window because it's not what you like and it's not something common and it's not a trend right now. And it, it's, it's getting shitted on. And I felt so terrible. And I felt like just disgusting reading these comments. And I wish that I hadn't even read the comments, but I decided to leave my own comment um, and saying, this girl didn't even ask for anyone's opinion. This girl didn't even ask for any advice. Like, oh, how do I fix this? She didn't even do that. She liked the haircut and she was like, I'm so happy I did this. So why are people being rude in the comment section? And I told her, I was like, I think the haircut looks 10 times cooler just because you look so happy with it. You could literally be bald and as long as you are happy and confident in it, you look 10 times cooler than if you were, say, not as confident in that look. Whatever look you have, you can 100% pull off if you have confidence. That's at least my belief. And as soon as I started realizing that about myself, I decided dressing more how I want to. Um, and when I saw other people, this helped a lot in college, seeing a lot of other people dress how they wanted to and made themselves, especially like the art students, they're so confident and have such unique styles and look so different from one another that it encouraged me to do that for myself as well and express myself. And that's exactly what this girl like did for me. Like I, it didn't inspire me to get a different haircut, but it just inspired me to dress however I like, because if it makes you happy, then why not? So 
I digress. Um, I got comments responding to this comment being like, she opened herself up to negativity and hate comments the second that she posted a video on a public forum. Um, something along the lines of she deserves it. Uh, she knew that this was coming. The haircut looks awful. And I know that this person is young. I can tell this person is young. And if they're not, they have so much work that they need to do on themselves. If you are now an adult and you are commenting mean things on people's stuff publicly, you have so much work to do. And if you are underage, of course you do as well, but I think that kind of stuff also comes with age and realizing it's not fucking cool to be a mean person. It's never cool to shit on someone's looks. Um, and and yeah, so I, I am assuming that this person is young. Um, and I responded and I was like, that it just the haircut looks bad to you, but she likes it and isn't hurting anyone. So you should do better. Just be a better person because this is not cool. And I see this kind of stuff a lot. And I think a lot of it has to do with young people feeling like they are anonymous behind their anime profile picture, their cartoon profile picture, their no profile picture, not having a name, not having any followers, and feeling like they can tear others apart online. And it gives them this power trip, especially once that comment has thousands of likes and they feel like, oh my God, my comment is right because so many different people agree with me. And I disagree so heavily with this idea of letting people have power because of likes. And and I feel the same way about views. People who are the Jake Pauls of the world and get a bunch of likes and views automatically feel validated for their shitty actions because it's like, oh, well, all these people support me, right? And I think that's what's happening to a lot of comments and a lot of commenters and a lot of young people now. And I am so sad for them because I know that they will not act like this, at least I hope, that they will not act like this in real life to people. I don't think that they would go up to someone to their face and be like, your haircut is stupid. It's a bad haircut. Um, you deserve hate for it. I don't think that they would do that. However, I think since majority of the time that people are young people are spending online, um, that is their whole life. That is real life to them. And they do feel like they just can act like that. Um, which makes me sad because I think that quarantine also has something to do with it. I mean, you've been inside for a year. You lost a lot of, you know, your social skills, especially if you are in like middle school, for example. Um, those are some formative years of your life. Like middle school were the years where I finally like had a friend group, finally was able to hang out with people, you know, with my friends in public and stuff like that. Like that was a very pivotal moment for me. And if you as a kid can't do that right now and all of your social interactions online and all of your social validation is online, that's tough. That's really hard. But if you're learning from TikTok because of the boom in TikTok, especially in the last year, God, like I just, I'm really sad for these people. And I mean, I get them sometimes on my videos. I get some mean comments here and there, uh, like just stupid and and it doesn't bother me because I am on the internet as you know a full-time type of thing like it doesn't bug me anymore it did bug me back then sometimes some certain comments will bug me but I try for the most part to not let mean comments get to me um and I think I do a pretty good job 
at controlling that, in my opinion. Um, but uh, these people who are receiving these mean comments on TikTok are not uh, YouTubers. They're not people who their entire job is social media. They're not used to that, okay? So it's really, really difficult for me to watch this happen and let it go on and just be like, well, it's what it is. Haters, you know? No, I feel so sad because I don't want these kids to grow up thinking that their actions are okay because it is going to bite them in the ass one day. And it's going to be really, really difficult when they get, oh my God, I sound so old. Jesus, I sound really old. I just really care about young people being protected on in, on the internet because I've been on the internet, like I said, for far too long and have seen things and I've said things and I've been told things and just too much on the internet from a young kid and kids need to be protected way more, especially online. And um, yeah, so that's that's just what I'm trying to say is that it makes me really upset because I know that there's going to be some consequences in the future from this. Um and, you know, it's one thing like when, you know, jobs will look up your name um, and see what kind of stuff you're posting on your social media. Like if you're trying to get a job in like corporate America or whatever, um, and they do a background search on you, it's it's kind of a bit easy for them to get away with things, especially if they're not using their real names on TikTok. Um, no one's going to find that. And no one's going to find these mean comments that they're leaving on things. Um, but I think it's going to set them up for failure with friendships. I, I am in like group chats with some of you on Instagram. Like some of you have put me into your group chats on Instagram, if that makes sense. Like I'm able to read your group chat messages, which most of the time I don't really read anymore just because um, you guys are very active with your friends, which makes me very happy. I've never had a group chat on Instagram with friends, but it seems very fun. So good for you guys. But I see the way that some of you also talk to some of your friends when I do check in from time to time. I don't check in. I don't want to say I check in. I don't want to be weird or anything. Um, no, but like if I immediately like get added to a group chat, I see sometimes like how you respond to your friends and I'm like, what the, why are you friends with these kind of people? If that's the way that you're talking to one another, um, and I think it's translating that being edginess, being edginess, being edgy and edginess and this type of cruel comments are translating now into your everyday conversations, which is now the modern day of cyberbullying. Um, but it's it's validated and feels stronger, especially when you have likes attached to it. Does that make sense? Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I just really, it's, it's really bothering me. <laughs> and um I think a lot of times younger people also feel the need to make others feel the pain that they are feeling. Um, I remember taking out my anger sometimes on my friends and like frustration if they were able to like go out and do stuff with friends and if I wasn't and I was bitter and I thought that it was like completely valid and I think a similar thing is happening to young people online honestly if you see someone being confident with their haircut and you're not and and you're bitter about it it, it like might pain you to see someone happy with themselves um especially like at, when I was younger I didn't have confidence it would probably pain me too to see all these like pretty people being happy with themselves and how they look and not being afraid to show that online that must be kind of hard to see as a young person who's very insecure, especially when you're just seeing endless amounts of content by 
millions of different strangers every single day. Another thing I wanted to mention is something called trauma dumping, which I never had heard of before a couple months ago. Um, But it's essentially, I'll give you an example. Someone will post a photo of their entire family together and, or it's usually on TikTok. So let's say a whole video um, of their family together. And people will post comments like, imagine having a healthy family dynamic. I could never. That is trauma dumping. Um, someone posting that their food, their their food that they ate, and being like, imagine being able to eat a full meal without wanting to starve yourself. That's trauma dumping. Uh, another form of trauma dumping is, a, for example, a girl posing in front of the camera and just feeling confident in herself, and you commenting, guess I'm not going to eat today, or I'm going to starve myself today. That is trauma dumping. And it's not okay. Um, as I know that there are people hurting. I know that it hurts to go through these situations. Uh, but it is not okay to take that out onto someone else and make someone else feel upset um, because of their content that they posted when they're happy. It's weird. The, it's almost as if the internet lately, you can't really show that you're happy online because then you might be upsetting someone else because they're not as happy as you. But you also can't show that you're upset because it's a competition and someone is more upset and has it worse than you out there. So it's like, yeah, just don't even show that you're a human being existing online is what I'm trying to say. No, um, I get it. I get it. It it really sucked, you know, growing up as a kid, um, not having a dad around, you know what I mean? Like that, that hurt me. I didn't talk about it a lot because it was difficult for me. Um, but it, it did suck when I would be around some of my friends who had healthy father daughter relationships. And I realized pretty early on that you making comments about that and making them feel bad for having dads, um, it's not their fault that my dad left. They don't deserve to feel like shit for them having a dad, you know? Instead, I can just appreciate it, look from afar, and if I'm upset, that is something I need to work with myself. I need to talk to someone. I need to work on this by myself, um, or I just need to not say anything rude to trauma dump onto this person. Um, I used to make dad jokes a lot, actually. Like that was kind of like my brand when I first started um, on the internet because it's something that I was doing a lot in real life, and my friends like really egged it on because they, it was funny. Like we all did that, um, and I also have a lot of friends who don't have dads either, so it was funny. Um, but I, I kind of stopped. If no one has realized, I kind of stopped doing that um, because I don't really, I, I don't really enjoy it anymore as much. Um, I still like to make them from time to time, but it's. A little bit uncomfortable for me to do that now. I also felt like I may, it may have been overplayed by me. And I was just like, uh, from time to time is okay, but I just don't feel the need to be making these jokes all the time anymore. And then also a lot of other people were relating to me and I didn't really like that either, that people were relating to me because it was all of us who were so much in pain and instead of making each other feel better, it was all of us just like trauma dumping on one another, you know? whether we felt like that or not. I realized I've been a lot more at peace in my life when I've tried to stop um, with some of the things that I made jokes about. I think I, it's okay to go in phases of how you feel, but 
at least for now, the less I bring it up, the less kind of pain I feel towards those kinds of things. And the less attention I draw to myself about that and the less room I open up for other people to say negative things about it. Um, And that's just been what's working for me. You don't have to do that yourself. But I'm just talking about myself um, and working on my own, you know, trauma dumping onto my friends or anything. But I think that should happen a lot more. I think we should work on our trauma dumping as a unit. Because like I said, it's getting out of hand, the comments that I see, especially the ones that are about, yes, I'm not going to eat today. That is such an awful comment to leave on someone else's post. Because um, imagine if that person perhaps is in, rec- sorry, I just choked on my own spit. Imagine if that person is in recovery for their own eating disorder, perhaps, and you are now leaving comments um, about your own trauma about that. that that's let people be happy and enjoy themselves because I promise you will get your moment for yourself as well. And then I see a lot of other comments being like, well, who cares if people trauma dump and post if it makes them feel better? No, 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 no. We're not going to make the original poster feel like shit because it makes you feel better. And then people will come in, well, the original poster probably never even saw it. I see shit. Even if I have so many comments... I see shit, okay? Whether I choose to respond or not, whether or not it's buried in a in a pile of comments, I usually see a lot of comments. Okay? I try to see as many as I can. The you think that the original poster is like this like ethereal being who may not see your comment? No, they're a regular human being and you know what, maybe if Barack Obama posted a TikTok, yeah, maybe he's not reading the comments. Um, But do you think that trauma dumping on a TikToker that has like 500k followers won't see a comment? You're mistaken. They likely probably will. They just might not be acknowledging it. You don't have to be leaving those comments to make yourself feel better because I promise you working on yourself and tactics to work on yourself are so much better. It is so such a much better feeling to be leaving a nice positive comment um, about the video or moving on rather than making someone feel like they did something wrong for simply existing, okay? And that's something that it, it just really bothers me whenever I see comments like that, like defending trauma dumping and being like, well, this makes me feel better. Like, it's my form of coping. Like, that's just how I cope with things. You can send the video to your friend and make a joke about it. Like, if I saw a video about of a happy family and, like, with a dad or something, if I desperately want to make a comment about me not having a dad, I can send that text to my boyfriend and be like, oh, it must be nice to have a dad. Like, if I genuinely desperately wanted to do that so that I'm not leaving that comment publicly... But it is so important and I urge all of you to not be putting out your own problems and hurt and pain onto others because it does not feel good when it happens to you. And a lot of people don't realize that until it happens to them. A lot of people will be posting these edgy, mean, awful comments until it happens to them. I saw another TikTok yesterday of a girl post, like just posing in front of the, I think she was doing a TikTok dance, and someone decided to duet it. Uh, Another girl duetted it while playing like the SpongeBob theme song or whatever, um, insinuating that this girl's body was shaped like SpongeBob, and that is such a rude 
fucking thing to do. That is a mean girl move. That's that kind of shit that happens in literal middle school or high school. And even then, it's not acceptable. It's awful. But why? Why? In in 2021, when it is so heavily encouraged for girls to be supporting other girls, to be body positive, to not be an asshole, why? Why? What does that even bring you? That same girl who made that duet, the mean girl, then went on to live, like in TikTok live, sobbing because people were upset with her. What? You, what? No, it does not work like that. It just doesn't work that you can be a mean person and then not expect for that one day to come back to you because it will. And I'm not saying that if you trauma dump, you are innately a a mean person. Innately? I don't even know if that's a word. Instantly. uh, It should be. Innately? Yeah, that should be a word. That does not mean that you're instantly a mean person. But I do think that it means that you have some things that you need to work on with yourself and you should not put out onto others to make others feel bad for existing. You know? That's how I feel about the situation, at least. Um, And yeah, I think a good goal of mine is to just stop responding to as much hate, honestly. Um, I have a, I, I went through phases a lot where I would respond to a lot of hate comments and to try and like defend myself. But the thing that I'm learning as time is going by is that I will never have anyone on the internet or anyone really fully understand who I am as a person. That's not me being like, I, I am so misunderstood. No one will ever get to me. I am so mysterious. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I am never going to be understood by everyone all the time and not everyone is going to agree with me or like me all the time and I don't need to sit online and make sure that everyone has the perception of me that I want them to have because it's never going to happen. Every single person in my life has a different perception of me and I just have to accept that. Um, And I don't know why I care so much when it's a stranger online. And I've gotten a lot better about it. Um, I have been commenting back to some quote unquote haters recently just when it comes to like quarantine and COVID and stuff because a lot of times it's a lot of spreading of misinformation and saying that the vaccine is chipped and that it's awful and Bill Gates is out to get us and blah, 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 blah. Like, of course. Um, So I have been responding to some of those to just kind of either correct them or sometimes it's out of anger and I respond, but I'm working on not responding to mean comments anymore um, because it's a waste of my time. But then, you know, I, I sometimes fall into the into the the realm of not reading comments or not responding to comments and I don't like that. I love responding to your guys' comments. I used to be extremely active in comments and respond to as many people as I could um, on all social medias, but it's getting more difficult because to protect my peace and my state of mind, um, it's really difficult to sit and, and read everything, you know, because it's really hard to read a lot of opinions about you all at once. Um, it can kind of skew your own perception of yourself. Um, 
but it makes me sad sometimes because like for example there's a tiktoker that i watch and her name is victoria paris f on tiktok if you guys follow her because she's really cool and she responds to so many comments she has 500,000 followers and she will like and respond to so 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 many comments on her videos and stuff and i know that she can't get to every single one but you know she is praised a lot because she is so active and i remember i used to be very very active but i assure you that she will one day not be as active because it will get to a point where it can be very overwhelming it can be a lot and it can be really difficult to consistently read negative things about yourself um, especially when people just don't have the right idea about you um so I, i have this trouble between wanting to be really active online and wanting to still be the person that i was you know last year and being able to handle it, but then also being like, no, I'm a human being who also can't always handle the heat from the kitchen and can't always handle people telling me that uh, my face is fat or that I'm a stupid, dumb idiot bitch, you know? (laughs) Um, But most of the time it doesn't get to me, especially when it's comments about weight or looks or anything, because I think I'm pretty sometimes, so, you know, whatever. (laughs) But um, I know that this video, this isn't a video, this is a podcast, baby. Um, I know that this podcast episode is a little bit of a shorter one, but I don't have much more to say on this and I don't want to leave on a this negative foot about, you know, TikTok comments and everything. I don't want to be like angry for super long. I kind of want to end it off on a good note and being like, this sounds very cliche, But uh, spread positivity, spread kindness, be nice to one another. You literally never know what someone is going through. Um, You never know when your mean comment could push someone over the edge. And you never know if your nice comment could keep someone still on this earth. And I really, really, really emphasize that. There are some comments that I get, some kind comments and messages that literally make me feel so warm and fuzzy. I tear up and it reminds me of why I do everything that I do and sometimes I will get a mean comment that makes me cry and throw my phone and be like I've had enough I don't want to do YouTube ever again you know what I mean and it's just unnecessary to be mean when you don't have to be okay um and so I encourage you to leave more positive comments on strangers photos and TikToks and videos and posts or whatever. I encourage you to leave more. If you have something nice to say, holy shit, just say it. Even if they may never see it, even though if they may not respond to it or comment back, because it will encourage someone else to do the same. When I see a lot of nice comments, it makes me want to write a nice comment too. And if you see a lot of negative comments on something, write something nice. You know, write something positive and kind because you don't know how bad that person may need it. That girl with the haircut may have never seen my video. And I'm okay with that because I know that she is confident by herself and does not need my comment for validation. She seems like she's doing great herself. But I hope that my positive comment on that post can encourage at least one person to be like, oh, you know what? Maybe this haircut is not for me, but maybe me leaving a but mean comment just for some laughs and just to get validation and likes from other people is not worth it. Um, and I, maybe I should leave a positive comment instead. And so I really, really encourage you guys to just be fucking kinder on the internet. It, it seems like we've been saying this since the, the dawn of time, but I, it really is more important now than ever with all the time that we spend online. Um, and I really need to unlearn how to stop clicking on the comments on every single TikTok that I see. It's so unnecessary. Why do I do that? That's very weird, you know? (laughs) 
Okay, time to read a little rating and review if you want to. If you have an Apple device, you can go to the podcast app and leave a little rating and review because it's so kind and I want to remember more to read the the reviews on at the end of every single episode. Um, so Nicole is like the older sister I never had. Um, I'm 15 and in my freshman year of high school, I just started listening to Nicole's podcast two days ago and I'm already on episode 11. Holy shit. Thank you. That's so cool. Her podcast is so comforting and peaceful to listen to. I especially really loved her episode about how to be a better ally to the black community and the episode all about her stories about boys. My friend recommended it a long time ago when I started watching her YouTube channel like a month ago and I'm obsessed with the podcast. My friend and I reference it about 15 times a day and constantly talk about how much we would love to be friends with Nicole. She's such a cool and genuine person. I highly recommend checking out her podcast. You're so cool, Nicole. Thank you, Bianca. That is so sweet. Ah, that's so kind. Ah, see like stuff like that. Just makes my day so god wouldn't it be so much cooler if we could just be kind and not little assholes right yeah (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode if you want you can follow us on the instagram page it's talk nasty podcast um and sometimes i just post some behind the scenes type of photos especially with you know i saw your tweet are you okay um i want to do some q a's because in the future i would like to do an advice episode because I always wanted an advice column when I was younger. So I would love to do another advice episode in the future. So make sure to go follow us on there. And if you want to follow me on my other social media, it's just at Nicole Raffi. I can never get my words out whenever I'm promoting myself. Sorry. Okay. Stay safe. Stay cool. Peace, love, and um, farts. Bye-bye. <laughs>